Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 216. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today I want to speak about vision because I got my driver's license here in Japan on my fifth try. And uh, basically, no, let's not call it vision. Let's talk about you pay, you get what you pay for. <laughs> so I went to take some lessons in um, Hakata in the Fukuoka city and basically got all the tips and tricks that you need to pass the tests, including from when you enter the car. Like I didn't know there was a, a certain order or a set a sequence that you had to go through, including uh, shifting into drive while your handbrake is up. But I won't get into the details. Basically, I took some lessons, paid about a hundred bucks for two hours, and uh, drove around this course and they told me what they were looking for in the test centers and uh, drove two hours after that, took the test. I was the only person that took the car test today. There was one person for the bike, but I was the only person to go for the car. And I got the instructor that is just as strict as the anxious one, but kinder. And uh, yeah, he passed me and he said, you seems like you've been practicing a lot, like at the end. I said, yeah, I went to go take some lessons. And he's like, oh, okay, wow, I see, they paid off. And uh, basically told me, like, yeah, the only I asked him, like, what, what did I miss? And he said, you know, you sometimes were, uh, I guess when I was turning in the lane, I wasn't, maybe I was shaking a little bit, but... For the most part, I did well, and um, he was impressed. Uh, but uh, the other staff members, when I told them I passed on my fifth time, this is really alarming. They said, oh, that's really good as compared to other people here. Usually it's like seven, eight, nine. And I mean, what? That's pretty uh, intense, right? If you think about it. And I think the biggest thing is that they just want to see that you are really checking. Because he, he quoted, he um, pointed that out for me as well. He's like, but with your the amount of checking that you were doing properly, uh, you, you know, that was safe driving. That was good. And I think that's the biggest thing they emphasize here in Japan because the roads are are more narrow than other countries and people still go fast and you have people on bikes and old people and children walking around so you have to be very careful driving in Japanese cities in the countryside and um, I noticed though like after five times plus two hours of lessons I feel more comfortable behind the wheel as in like I know what I'm doing so it's like before I was uh, maybe 90, 95%. Now I feel really 98, 99, like I got this. And I guess, you know, it was a learning lesson. And not just for the test. It was good to uh, drive safely, but also a good lesson for other areas of my life. Like the skill, building the technique is... Uh, I think important after you get the mindset and the uh, ability to continue the perseverance. I think the skill comes later. 
in my opinion. I think a lot of people focus on building the skill, but then don't work on perseverance or the mindset, and it trips them up way down the line. And it can get, I think it gets more difficult when you know you can do it, but you don't have the courage to continue. You start to have this weird mental problems go, come up. But in my case, with mostly everything I do, I'm good at persevering, committing, and being consistent, and uh, doing something without knowing how to do it. But being like having the courage to do it and push through uh, with a, a strong mindset. And down the line, somewhere along the line, uh, the skill comes with it. I think, you know what I was thinking of as a, I was saying this, is uh, there's a designer, her name is Debbie Millman, and she basically started one of the oldest running podcasts in the world. Uh, fuck, I forget the name of the podcast. Did, yeah, I don't remember the name. Anyway, that's okay. Uh, she interviewed somebody, and they spoke about the difference between confidence and courage, especially when it comes to people in creative arts, you know? And they said courage is this person she interviewed said courage is more important because uh, courage is the ability to push yourself out of your comfort zone and do something you haven't done before. And then confidence is the is what comes after you've gained experience in doing that thing. So a lot of people say you have to fake it till you make it or you know be confident or whatever, but you only really get that once you get the skill that comes with time and experience. But the courage to actually try that thing, try your hand at that thing, risk the failure, that's more important because you need that from the get-go. And I think uh, we can all benefit from being a little bit more courageous. And sometimes that means you have to pay for that experience. That's what I did for today for this lesson. So you pay for what you get. You get what you pay for. <laughs> And uh, I did the same, I spoke about it on this podcast before, with the Lionheart Workshop, which helped me get out of my own way, basically. It's like a, it's therapy, but practical therapy that you can use for yourself. You're not dependent on the therapist. And uh, it was a three-day workshop in Austin, Texas. You can look it up, Lionheart Workshop. And uh, yeah, it was worth it. You know, I flew from Japan, so it was costly for me compared to the other attendees, as far as I know. And um, but it was completely worth it. And it's, I have a technique now that I can use to work on myself whenever problems or something crops up. You know, and like I said, sometimes you have to pay for that stuff rather than trying to uh, work at it. You know, do something for get something for free or or just look for something for free or something that you can win, like contests or something like that. Sometimes you have to pay for the experience, as in building a skill or even just paying for a experience itself. Like if you're going to a theme park, for example, you know, rather than create your own choose your adventure style thing, sometimes it's worth it to pay for an established uh I don't know, theme park experience or an established tour somewhere in a different country because you know that it's going to 
perform because you're paying, even though you have to pay for it, you know it's going to perform for you. Uh, you know, so sometimes you got to dish out the coins. I mean, that's what it's for, right? That's what money is for, to help us do things that we want to do. It, it's units of freedom is money, right? So anyway, I, I feel more free now with my Japanese license. I uh, don't have to rely on this uh, international driver's license. You know, I had it for a year. It expires on Monday, so I just got it before the deadline expired. And yeah, I have about, what, two, three years, two years on it. Feels good. Feels good. And then I just hosted a language exchange today at a new place here in Itoshima. I've hosted at a few places here so far, and it's a good way for me to connect with the community and also bring people together so they can share new ideas and meet new people. And it was good. Started small, you know. It's Today was pretty small as well, but over time, you know, we've had a, a lot of people come to some events. It's just a matter of timing for people. And, you know, Japanese people work long hours, so. But, uh, yeah, I, I also feel that if you want to uh, meet people or create new relationships, sometimes you have to pay for those things, right? Like networking events, sometimes you got to pay for them, but you know that the quality of the people you're going to meet is high, etc. So just think about that. Sometimes you got to pay for what you want. No, that doesn't mean bribing or, you know, <laughs> underhand dealing. But, you know, sometimes it's good to invest in quality things, quality experiences, uh, or even risk, even if you don't know it's going to pay off. Sometimes you got to risk the risk it. So anyway, thanks for listening. And if you want a free book about Japan, uh, I'm not going to make you pay for this one. But I do, I am thinking about building a Japanese book box, book subscription type thing where you get some books of mine as well as Japanese goods so you can feel like you're traveling here without actually coming here. So if you're interested in that, just go to brandonchin.net and jump on my mailing list. Now, what are you waiting for? And as always, share the podcast with somebody that you think maybe would do well to buy something that they've always wanted to get, you know? Again, thanks for listening, and take care of yourself. Today is the 19th of April. It is 11.43 p.m. Good night.